Okay. Have a great show. How was the last show? How did that go? It went really well. Okay, my man. Thank you so Have much. Have a great show. All right, you too. God bless you. God bless you too. Okay. Welcome, welcome to the Other Page Radio. Name is Haywood Fennell. This program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League uh, with BNN TV Media being our producer, sponsor, friend. We're here at WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station, and I am so happy to be here to talk with you about our veterans and a few other things, but primarily we're going to be discussing veterans, their families, and what we can do to help them get housing. See, we here at the Other Page Radio, we don't only talk about the problems, we want to also be involved with the solutions that are needed because this is America and we aren't supposed to have such things as homeless veterans or homelessness, period. Because there are a lot of people that don't like veterans, even though veterans are an overlooked community resource even though veterans raised their hands and took an allegiance to this country to protect and follow orders if that orders meant physical damage. And veterans have been doing that for quite some time. In fact, going back to the American Revolution, I'm sure you all are history buffs when it comes to knowing our history, this glorious history called American history, which folks in other parts of the United States today are challenging the history, especially when it's about the contributions of the African-American military veteran and their experiences in keeping America free. The first casualty reported in the American Revolution was a man by the name of Christmas Attucks. And he was bayoneted, maybe shot in Boston. This experience of black military veterans has gone on and on and on up until the present day. Boston is well known for its statue downtown of the 54th Volunteer Regiment, the All Black Regiment, 
that fought in the Civil War. And then there are the Buffalo soldiers that fought in the West. And then they went to Northern Africa and fought. And then they were in Italy and fought. Of course, there are the Tuskegee Airmen who flew planes during World War II and were instrumental in turning back the Germans. They were instrumental in being on the winning team, all black Tuskegee Airmen. We don't talk about them enough, but I'm talking about them today. This is The Other Page Radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. This is WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. And we'll be right back. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. We're back here on the other page radio. My name is Haywood Fennell. I'm here because of God's grace and mercy. But I just want to take a minute to say something about having this opportunity here at BNN uh, Media, online media, to speak about our veterans who have served and have been underserved. We are, have been able to build a stronger voice because of this particular show in Boston People come up to me and tell me they listen to this show and that it needs to be on longer, but unfortunately, that's not in my hands. But I'll tell you this. It makes me feel good when people have the sensitivity to understand what we're saying here. Veterans have served, and that should be reciprocal. That should be, veterans should be served as they have served. On October the 13th, there will be a gathering of some community leaders. Some are veterans and some are not that represent organizations in our community to discuss to just discuss the importance of having 
veterans housing in our community and not in places that are far away. We need to be right here where we live. And I want to say that we need stronger voices from community leaders and veterans that are veterans and will not say they are veterans. I'm going to tell you something. Veterans are not beggars. You see some things on the television and the other social media that kind of looks like, uh, you know, we're begging. That's not what the other page radio is about when it comes to our veterans. Because I know I'm not a beggar. I know I'm involved in our community. And veterans, like I said before, are an overlooked and underused community resource. October the 13th, we are going to be at Whittier Street at 2 p.m. talking to some people in the community about how do we get veterans strategized for funding and housing in our area. We're not asking anybody for any money. Don't get me wrong. We're just going to talk about the need for veterans to have places of residence with their families in our community. And I was talking to some people that are in housing development, and they seemed surprised when I asked the question, what about scattered housing for veterans? What are you building for veterans? Took them a minute to answer, I'll tell you that much. I'm not the type of person to start something and not finish it because I want to tell you a little story about my mother. Wonderful lady, had MS, multiple sclerosis, all of my life, all of my life. This woman did not complain but raised me from a wheelchair. And this is what she said. She said, Haywood, you're smart. And, you know, my chest went out because my mom just giving me a compliment, you know. My head didn't blow up, but my chest was sticking out. And then she said, but you always start things and you never finish. Wow. Today, as I go about the business of advocating for veterans and Triad Veterans League and the work that we have been blessed to do, I finish everything that I start. If I can't do it, I organize to get it done. And that's what we're going to be doing on October the 13th. We are beginning the process of organizing for better positioning of housing and for veterans and their families. We deserve to have a house. I'm not a politician, but I know this. I know sometimes when you look at or you hear about all the money that's going here, there, representing the United States and them helping other countries, no matter the situation, I always say to myself, 
They could have gave some of that money to the veterans to build housing or to improve services. But what do I know? I'm just a veteran that served. I'm just a veteran that's concerned about services being moved from our community into another section and the logistics for our people to be able to get to the new places that they are talking about uh, sending us has not been discussed with the veterans. You know, they sit around, these politicians and these uh, appointed folks who might be veterans, but they whisper when they talk and they don't have a voice to let folks know that veterans need to be better represented. That's what I said. This is the other page radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, Sr., and I'm a veteran. And let me explain something to you what that means. When you tell a person that you are a veteran with an honorable discharge, or you may have gotten bad paper in the military because of some issue around your behavior that had to deal with drugs. And at that time, then you may have gotten what is called a bad conduct discharge without any benefits. You can apply at the office of the Commissioner for Veteran Services on Hawkins Street here in Boston I don't have the address, but it's online seeking services to upgrade your discharge uh, from less than honorable to honorable so that you can get your benefits. Imagine that you can't even go to the VA hospital to get treatment that can probably be traced directly to the way you were treated in the military that caused trauma, your inability to deal with trauma that made you what they call oppositional defiant, not following orders, not saluting, things that really, if you look at them, it has to do with your mental state. They can help you. Do they want to help you? If you go, that's indicative that you want to get help. Lord knows we need it. We need facilities in our community for veterans and their families. Because a lot of families, as a direct result of the trauma that the veteran went through in the military have become codependent based on that behavior that keeps them from recognizing that they need help. As a veteran activist and advocate, I'm here to tell you that I was able to get the help that I needed and still getting help. Because I opened my mouth and I said it, I need help. A closed mouth.
does not get fed. You got to open your mouth and let people know what you need. This is WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. This is the other page radio. Are you a veteran or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I am so happy. I'm really blessed to talk about a project that I've been working on ever since I was a resident at the Anchor Inn Homeless Shelter administered by Pine Street. I was in a six-man room after coming from the VA hospital where I was a client, a patient, in the detox. I want you to listen to me now. I want you to listen. I don't want you to give up on yourself. Right now, don't give up on yourself. Listen to what I am about to say about myself, my struggle, involved me realizing that I could no longer live the life that I was living because it was a failing system. I had lost everything except my dignity, and I was about to lose that, and I went to the Veterans Administration Hospital and got admitted in the detox. I remember it as if it was yesterday, everybody. It was in the summertime. It was a summer night. And I was in that ward withdrawing, sweating, listening to other people snore that could sleep. And I was waiting for my vital signs to be at that point where I could get the medication for my withdrawal. Lord have mercy. And they gave it to me. And while I was there, I said a prayer. And that prayer was to God to help me get clean, stay clean, don't use no more drugs, and write. That was my request. You got to be careful what you ask for around here because you'll get it. Almost 27 years later, I find myself an author, a playwright, a sought-after presenter, host of a radio and a television show, and you're listening to the radio show today. And I'm grateful to know that I can make a difference and made a difference not only in my life, but in the life of my family, my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, and the people that I now call friends. Isolation 
trying to do it alone is not a way to be successful when you're dealing with substance abuse and use. November the 12th, November 13th, collaboration between Triad Veterans League's theater program known as the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company and Berkeley College of Music Department of Africana Music Studies and Stages Cultural Arts Center will collaborate, and that's a great thing, on the Harlem Renaissance Revisited with a gospel flavor, a play that started out as a skit but performed while I was a residence at the Anchor Inn operated by Pine Street Inn, a homeless shelter for anyone. And I thank those people for having that space for me to be able to lay my head and continue my growth, and the changing of my thinking. We must always understand that you cannot get to a good place by yourself. My recovery is based on people believing that I could change. But before they began to believe I could change, I had to believe that. The other page radio program has helped me help a lot of other people. And I just want you all to know how grateful that I am. Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. You know, when, I, when I'm talking about veterans, I know you know I'm talking about female veterans too, right? Because I am. Because they served just like I served. Some died. Others came home, you know, no longer having the sparkling eyes, you know, the smiling faces, but a look of, you know, strangeness. You ever seen the eyes of a fish in the fish market on ice? You ever seen those eyes? That's what the eyes of some of our women veterans and our male veterans who left America, you know, with these bright ideas and got exposed to what war is, what combat is, what institutional racism is. See, all those factors contribute to a deteriorating mindset. And we need to address that as well. You want to know a disappointing event for me. I mean, this is for every veteran. Everybody doesn't have the opportunity to 
speak about our veterans in the manner that they need to be spoken about, especially when it comes to things like stand down. The first stand down that I went to, I remember it very well. It was like a three-day event. It was down in the South End on, a, I think it was a baseball field down by where the MBTA buses park along Harrison Avenue going towards the highway. And an organization that was in lead was the Veterans Benefits Clearinghouse. They were located in Roxbury. Their offices were. And they provided all kinds of services for the veterans. So stand downs are exercises that they had in combat situations where if you've been on the front line and you've been fighting, they would take you back so that you could rest up before you were sent back out there to do whatever it is that you was doing in the combat situation. They had to recognize that veterans who don't seek treatment and try to self-treat are at war. They sleep anywhere. They don't care. They go to jail. They don't say that they're veterans. They just go to jail and they go again and they go again. That was my story too. Substance abuse was the reason that I thought that I could take care of myself and ended up not being able to take care of anybody but go to jail again. Back to the stand down now. That has been reduced from three days. Get ready to a half a day. A half a day. You can go downtown, City Hall Plaza, and I think it's happening this month. I asked the question of the leadership, including the Commissioner of Boston's Veteran Services and the Secretary of the Commonwealth for Veteran Services, and nobody, no one has responded to my question, how can you serve our veterans with all that's going on in the health community, in the court system, in social justice, in housing, in other veterans' need? How can that be addressed in a half a day? Elected officials some of them seem to have a process that involves mentioning veterans only when they are seeking to be elected or re-elected. I would like for someone, an elected official, to explain to my listening audience and to me why do they think a half a day for a stand-down is enough for veterans to stand up? I'm going to repeat that. I'm here today asking you to ask your elected officials, 
What is a half a day stand down? And what will be the effects? What will be the outcomes for improving veterans' services and care? This is the other page radio program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League, the corporation from BNN Media. All statements that I have made belong to me and not to BNN. I am a voice for veterans, all veterans. But because of the disparities in treatment that is historic in nature, the institutional racism, the not treating veterans the same, I'm talking to the black and the brown veterans. I want to tell you a story. about a group of fighting veterans that were organized in Harlem, New York, called the 369th Infantry Regiment, also known as the Harlem Hellfighters. And they, in 1915, 1918 were involved in what is known as World War I that ended when a day called Armistice Day was declared. This group of fighting men fought, died, and won the freedom for the French people. They became known by the French as the men of bronze. The men of bronze. I wish you could see those young brothers in their uniforms. Proud they were. Fighting and dying for a freedom that they didn't even have. Today in the United States of America, we are still fighting for freedom. We are being insulted across the board as it relates to our history. Documentations of veterans, black veterans coming back to America when they were attacked and the excuse for attacking and killing some of them was that they didn't want them to take their jobs. Yep. Got to know that history. It's not a mystery. We died. We're still dying. We're still fighting a war called forgetting. We don't matter. Let's turn that around. We got to turn it around. We do matter. I think that Anybody that's an elected official from the president on down should be required to be a veteran. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, where you go away for two weeks, you know, fly an airplane and then go back to your law office and don't do anything for veterans when you get in, in office. 
every elected official, male or female, should be required to serve a minimum of two years in the United States military. Veterans deserve everything that they ask for. This is America. We had to fight for this country. They're trying to say now that black people didn't do this or didn't do that in the military. I'll tell you what they did do. They gave out bad paper, bad conduct discharges, bad BCDs. Now they're trying to correct it. But you can't only correct the discharge that you give. You have to correct the premises that the discharge was given. We have been misrepresented across the board. That has to change. Elected officials need to be accountable. They should not open their mouths if they haven't done anything concrete. They help our women veterans. They help our veterans that are incarcerated. A lot of the incarceration of veterans is based on the fact that they didn't get the treatment that they needed when they got out of the military. Just gave them their DD form, 214, whatever little money that they had coming, and sent them on their way until the explosion jumped off and you had all these people with undiagnosed mental health challenges that became known as PTSD. Now, this is the other page, radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, and I'm a veteran, and I'm going to talk about veterans' issues and educate veterans, capacity build for veterans, to the last day of my breath on this earth. Veterans went to the West and fought the Native Americans. Veterans went to England flying airplanes. Veterans went to the jungles of the Philippines. Veterans were in Italy fighting, North Africa fighting, and they can't get a place to live in the United States without a whole bunch of political fanfare as though they're doing the veterans and their families a favor? That's not why I raised my hand and said that I would fight for this country. I don't know if it was patriotism, but I raised it. Almost six years later, I came out totally lost. Couldn't be the dad that I wanted to be. How many of us wanted to be fathers and end up being daddies? because of our military experiences, would not allow us to escape from anything but drugs and alcohol. How many have died from cirrhosis of the liver? Suicide. That's a popular thing, it seems, among our veterans. And you hear people say, well, let's give them a room. Why give them a room that is going to become a tomb if they're not getting the services that they require? 
Why give them that? We got a lot of things that we could do for our veterans and their families, and I'm hoping that this program today will cause you to think and pick up your telephone if you need some help and call a commissioner of veteran services for the city of Boston or the secretary of veterans affairs for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I don't have the number, but I know they have a number and we got a number too. We tired. We ready to be respected because we earn that. You can't give people respect. You can't buy respect. Veterans have earned that. Their families deserve to have a strong head of the household or strong son or strong daughter or strong mother. Because some of those women veterans are now mothers. And they're living stressful lives because they haven't gotten the type of treatment that they require to deal with their mental health stability. You have veterans denying, for whatever reason, that they served in the military. We found through our research, and we do have a scientific document that was funded by the Boston Public Health Commission when John Orbeck was a commissioner, that shows that veterans of color do not trust the VA in certain places because of the lack of culture sensitivity. You hear what I say? Do not trust. Building trust requires time. Tearing down trust requires time. You have people that's running around now that's saying veterans don't deserve. Why don't they deserve? You didn't go. They went. They came back. Like I said, some of them got attacked, called baby killers by the countrymen. Look around. See where the veterans are today, not where they're supposed to be, not standing and demanding, but in little rooms that you provided them. Right now, things are getting a little bit, a little bit better. But it has to get bigger and better and stronger if our veterans are to be treated as they're supposed to be treated. They ignore you until it's time for you to get put on an airplane or ride in a tank, get a rifle, and go and do something to some people that ain't never done nothing to you. Fighting for freedom, they call it. Not their freedom, someone else's freedom. It's the other page radio. My name is Haywood Fennell, and I just want you to know that I thank every veteran, every veteran for their service to this community, to this country, 
And also, I want to remind you that on October the 13th, there will be a gathering of community leaders, some of them veterans, some of them not, from organizations to begin to discuss creating housing in our communities. November the 12th and the 13th, the Oscar Michelle Family Theater Program Company will perform at Roxbury Community College and will pay tribute will pay tribute to the black veterans that served in this military. A military that one time didn't want to give the veterans weapons. They didn't want to give the veterans of color weapons. But they had to. And they showed them Not only could they shoot, but they could fight. Fort Sumter, South Carolina, Civil War. The 54th Volunteer Regiment from Massachusetts holding up the flag. We fought them. Mussolini, we fought them in Italy. Britain, we were there. We need to be reminded all the time that you got to take pride in your history. And don't be ashamed because we were there. We fought and died. And some of us are still having wounds of the military experience of being excluded and not included. We just want to get it out there, folks. This is the other page radio. WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. My name is Haywood Fennell. I'm a veteran. Program is brought to you by Triad Veterans. We hope that you have enjoyed it and that you will learn from it. And we're moving on, but we're not going to ever forget our responsibility to our country, our responsibility to our community, our responsibility to our veterans and their families because they have done things that you may not have done, but it was done for America. America and the freedom that it says that everyone has, but we know different. We're going to get it, though, because we're not going to stop fighting. The war is on to improve the situation for our veterans, and it starts with housing, because housing plays an integral part in a family's positive development. Nobody deserves housing in this country more than veterans that have served. They should not be standing in a food line, laying on the sidewalk in need of health care and treatment. But we find a lot of them are that. But we here at the Other Page Radio, we're advocating all the time for cultural sensitivity, sensitivity for our veterans' needs, and your support. It's been a great show. We hope that you will be back next time and hear what we have to say about our veterans, their importance to our community, and that they bring skills to our community. They are a resource.
for our community. And we want you to be involved and let folks know that you support our veterans. Thank you so very much and have a great day. Thank you.